In this episode, I want to continue our series on testing, and specifically, I want to show you a few techniques in our spec on creating custom matchers and macros. Now, even if you ain't got no R spec, I hope you'll find this episode helpful because uh, you may come across some code that does use R spec and uses these techniques, and you'll be able to understand it easier. So throughout this episode, I'll be using matchers and macros to refactor our specs and make our code more readable and remove duplication. So we're not actually going to add any new behavior here or change our existing behavior. We're just going to improve the state of our current specs. So let's start off by looking at custom matchers. Well, a matcher in our spec is basically anything that goes after the word should or should not. So in this case, be nil is a matcher, and this double equals here is a matcher. Uh, you can think of it as a type of assertion in test unit where it's comparing the value that goes before the word should here and making sure it fits some criteria. So let's focus specifically on this example here. We're creating two articles, and we just want to make sure that the second article has a position value that's greater, uh, one more greater than the position of the previous article. So we're just incrementing the position value here when we're creating articles. So the way we create a custom matcher, uh, well, let's first just define the way we want it to look. So instead of doing this double equals here, let's say we want to create a custom matcher that says uh, should be one more than article one dot position. Now in this case, uh, this is a pretty simple example. I don't think this is really worthy of a custom matcher, but uh, it'll just give you the idea of how to do it nonetheless. Now there are a couple different ways we can create this custom matcher. Uh, one is what's called a simple matcher, where we just define a method. Another way is a more traditional approach where we create an entire new class to handle the matching behavior. Let's start off with a simple matcher because oftentimes that'll do uh, the, what we need. Okay, so we know we need to create a new method for this, and if we just define a method in our describe block here, and then we, it'll just take one argument here, which will be the number that we want to match to, uh, any method defined in our describe block like this will be available to all of the examples in that describe block. So here we'll just call be one more than, and that will call this. Then we just call simple matcher in here, which is a method RSpec gives us for creating these, and this just takes a string as an argument basically describing your expectation. So we could say one more than number, and that will just be presented when this fails. And then, so this uh, accepts a block, which we will pass in uh, our actual value, and then we'll say our actual value must be more than one more than our passed in number here. Okay, so we're just basically passing a block to this simple matcher. The argument that gets passed to the block is the value that's before the word should. And then um, we're just returning a Boolean, true or false, depending on whether it passes the criteria or not. So we're just checking if it's one more than the number we've passed in to this method. Okay, so let's try running these specs and see if we broke anything. It should still pass because we're basically comparing the same thing we were before and all of our specs pass for this application. Okay, so we've successfully created a custom matcher. Now what if I want to make this matcher in a more centralized location so I can use it in everywhere else throughout my application and all of the other specs? So what I like to do is under our spec directory, I like to create a new file here called custommatchers.rb. So we can create a new module in here called custommatchers, and then add that method that we 
created earlier into this module. And then under our spec helper file, we need to do two things. Uh, one is to require that new uh, custom matchers file. And then the other thing is to include it into all of our spec uh, descriptions. So the way we do that is .config include, and then just pass in the module name. So in this case, custom matchers. So now all of the methods in this custom matchers module will be included in every uh, spec description. So we no longer need to define the method here. So our custom matcher here can work with uh, both should and should not automatically. Let's try should not so we can see what an error message looks like with our custom matcher. All right, and let's try running our specs one more time and we get one failure as expected because we did change our logic, we reversed it. So now we get this message here. It says expected not to get one more than one, but got two. It sort of makes sense if you think about it, but it's also a little bit cryptic. Now it would be nice if we could improve this error message. Uh, you can with simple matcher, but it is a little bit complicated. Instead, I prefer just to go out with a full-blown RSpec traditional matcher if you do want to get this way to customize the way the matcher uh, message gets displayed. Now if you're using a uh, TextMate and you have the RSpec bundle installed and set like I have it here, uh, I'll link to this in the show notes by the way, you can just uh, type in a snippet here, MAT tab, and this will give you a nice little template for creating a custom matcher. Now let me just fill in this name here real quick and then I'll explain it a little bit. So let's say one more then, and then our method name will be the same as it was before, which is be one more than. So we still have this be one more than method like we had before. This time, instead of returning a simple matcher, we're returning a new instance of our custom matcher class that we're making up here. So it's passing in our expected number value that like it was last time, and this time we're saving it to an instance variable in our class. And then this matches method is where all the magic happens. This is basically going to be called in the background by our spec when it has a should or should not method to uh, determine whether or not the given actual value passes our expectation here. So we can handle this in two ways. One way is to have a should expectation inside this method itself. Another way is just to return a boolean of true or false like we were doing in our simple matcher. So I'm just going to do that. Let's just see if our actual value equals our expected value plus one. And then we could focus on these other two methods which allow us to customize the way our error message is presented when there's a failure message for the positive version of it, the normal should method, or a failure for the negative version, which is the should not method. So uh, let's just clean this up a bit, say be one more than without the underscores here. And then I'm just going to remove this last little part because I don't think it's really necessary. So now it'll just say expected our actual value to be one more than our other value that was passed in. Okay, so now our two messages here should be a little bit more clear to understand. Let's see how they work. Okay, again, when we run our specs, uh, we get another failure. It says expected two not to be one more than one. So that makes a little bit more sense to me. It's a little bit more concise and clear than what we had before with a cryptic message using our simple matcher. So that's two different ways you can define custom matchers in our spec. 
Okay, now let's move on to adding some macros and redoing some refactoring in this article's controller here. So here's uh, a spec for a standard RESTful style articles controller. Uh, where we are managing articles, we can display articles, list them, and show them if we are a guest. And if we're logged in as an admin, then we can manage our articles by creating new articles and so on, and editing and the destroying them and so on. Uh, just standard RESTful style behavior uh, on a resource. Now the first bit of code I want to focus on refactoring is right here. Uh, notice this is where we are logging in as an admin so we can manage all of the other actions for this article's controller. So this bit of code gets run before each of these. Uh, the problem here is that we are doing a lot of stuff here. We're creating a new user, setting him as an admin, and then logging him by setting him as the current user ID. And if we're going to manage uh, login admin users and other parts of our application too uh, through other specs and this can be not very dry because we're having to do this quite often throughout our application. It would be nice if we had one simple little method called login as admin and that handles this behavior for us. Now as I mentioned before you can create a new method in the describe block called that same thing and then just add the content into there and it'll be available but we want to make this available to all of uh, our controllers as well. So let's move this into a module uh, so that we can include it into all of our controllers. All right, so let's create a new file here called uh, controller macros. Okay, so let's make a new module here called controller macros and paste that same method into here so we can include it in all controllers. Now this isn't necessarily a macro, but I find it just to include it into the same place uh, is uh, just pretty nice because it really has the same kind of behavior as you'll see in a minute as other macros. Now again, going to our spec helper file, we need to again require this uh, controller macros file and then include it again just like we did the matchers, but we don't want to include it into all uh, specs, just the controller ones. And we could do that through our spec called by passing in the type controller uh, argument into the include method here. Okay, so now our controller macros module will be included into every controller. So we no longer need to define our method here. We can now use login as admin in any kind of controller spec that we need to. All right, now that our controller spec is a bit cleaner, uh, let's focus on a different problem about this controller spec. And that is there's a big gaping hole of specs that we are missing in this article's controller. Uh, for, for example, we are logging in as an admin whenever we check the manage functionality of our controller for managing the articles, and we're logging in as a guest, or actually not logging in at all, when we are displaying the article information. So that all works, but we're not ever checking that when we're as a guest that we cannot access the other files, the other uh, management pages of the articles controller. Let me show you. If we go to our articles controller and we just comment out this before filter which checks that an admin is required to access these other pages uh, so that now anybody will be able to access these management pages for managing articles. So we have a completely insecure site, but when we run our specs, hey, they all pass. We aren't even checking to make sure that a guest cannot access those other pages. That's a big security hole here. 
So now going back to our article's controller spec, we need to add a new spec for every single action to ensure that a guest cannot access that page. So it might look something like this. I just pasted in a whole bunch of uh, specs here so that if we go to our new action, we can see that we get unauthorized access uh, and so on if, if we are logged in or not logged in or just as a guest. And now when we try to run our specs, it should give us a lot of failures because, uh, yep, five failures here because uh, it's now checking to make sure that a guest cannot access those pages and it currently can. Okay, so let's fix this article's controller again so it does require an admin to access those pages so now our specs would pass. But what I really want to focus on is how do we handle this problem here now that we have to check to make sure that we get unauthorized access for every guest that tries to access each of these separate actions. And we'll probably have a number of these cases throughout different controllers in our application. These are a lot of specs. How can we help uh, remove all this duplication? Well, this is where macros come in. So wouldn't it be nice if instead of doing all of this, all we had to do is say it should require admin for actions and then list the new create, edit, update, and destroy actions here. Huh? Okay, so in order to make a macro that is this method that's callable directly in a describe block, uh, you basically are just going to create a class method in this describe block. So you could say self, and then say it should require admin for actions, and then pass in actions here. And then we can loop through all of our actions here. And then, so for each of these actions, we can actually just define an it block into here. So our action should require admin. And then so we just call that action, and then let me pass in an ID option here just in case the action requires it. Um, and then we want to see if our response should redirect to our login URL. And our flash error should be unauthorized access. Okay, so what we've done is basically just created a macro by using a class method in our describe block that when this method is called for each of these actions that gets passed to it, it's going to create that it example spec um, for each of those that are passed to it and check all those conditions automatically for us. So we don't have to manually list each of these specs individually because they're pretty repetitious. And you've probably guessed our next step, which is to just move this into our controller macros module that we created earlier so that we can access it in all of our controllers. Now, the way Ruby works, if we were just to leave it like this, uh, this method here won't actually be included as a class method in our describe block. It'll just be ignored entirely when it's included. So to get class methods included when we include a module, we have to do a bit more work in Ruby. And the way normal way to do that is to just add a submodule in here called class methods and to stick all the methods in there that you want to be included as class methods when you include this module. And to include these as class methods, you have to hook into the included method in our module here. And then this is just like a little hook that'll get triggered when this module is included so that we can say, when this module is included, we want to extend it also with our class methods module here. So this will take all the methods inside this module and extend them onto our describe uh, spec which will basically include them as class methods.
Now, if that went a bit over your head, don't worry too much about it. Uh, just keep in mind that the methods inside of this class methods module here are available in the describe block outside of those it blocks, like this. The methods outside of your class methods module here, like this login as admin, are available within the describe block nested in maybe a before block or an it block. You can use them inside of there too. So as you can see, moving code into a module like we're doing here can really move, remove duplication and clean up your code and make it more readable. Now you can get carried away here. Oftentimes duplication is a good thing inside of specs because you're really defining the behavior and you don't want to hide that behind the scenes. But there are times like these two examples here that you do want to um, remove some duplication and clarify some code and it can really clean up your specs and make them easier to write as well. So let's run our specs one last time to ensure we didn't break anything and we have all green colors, so that's great. So we've successfully done some refactoring on our specs, moved stuff into uh, matchers and macros and made things a bit more cleaner. All right, that's it for this episode. I know it was a little bit more advanced than usual, but I think if you are a fluent R spec developer, you'll find it very helpful to improve your specs using uh, matchers and macros. Um, if you had trouble following, following along, I encourage you to watch it a couple times and do some experimenting on your own in your own specs to see if you can find places to use uh, the techniques I showed you here. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Scrummed, a simple project management tool for agile teams. Create user stories and view charts to see your current progress. For a free 30-day trial, visit scrummed.com.